day and welcome to another great message from Mr. Christian Outreach Church. We pray you'll be inspired and equipped by this teaching. For more information on Noosa Christian Outreach Church, please check out our website at noosacoc.org.au. Enjoy. Appreciate it. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm done. I'm going home now. That was great. Wow, fantastic. Thank you so much, Pastor Josh and Kristen, for, for that prayer. We do receive that so much. And uh, I just want to bring great honor to Pastor Josh and Kristen as well. Uh, they're our area chairman on the Sunshine Coast as well. Look after our churches so well uh, and uh, really are doing a great job in just leading uh, the coast for INC as well. And oftentimes you don't really, uh, you may not be aware so much of what, what your pastors do outside of the local church as well. But um, these guys, they, they carry great weight. And uh, I'd like to, us to put our hands together and just honor this couple today. They're doing a fantastic job. And we love you. And uh, thank you for all your import and everything that you're doing as well. We much appreciate it. It's wonderful. So great to be here in Noosa today. And uh, you're a great church. Uh, look out and just see God just moving in this place. That was fantastic worship. Love that worship. Thank you, Jamie and team. We do appreciate that so much. And uh, as I was just worshipping there, God just really spoke to my heart about this whole region and, um, and what God's doing in this, in this house. And uh, I, just, I sensed God just say to me, just in just this quick three statements, he said, he said Paul, I'm going to bring three waves here. And, uh, and I just sensed over the next 18 months to two years, just three waves of God's grace and power moving over this entire region. And I see the region of Noosa through Coolum, right across, just God moving even into our, our smaller communities around this area as well. God just moving in three waves. And the first wave was reveal. God just said, I'm going to reveal who I am. I'm going to reveal my house. I'm going to reveal who I am. And I saw it like, a, like if there's a great loud noise and like a, a bomb went off and it just goes, boom, a thump. And everyone looks up and goes, what was that? What was that? And there, I sense like this reveal, this, this search, this, this thing that's beginning to happen across the region and God beginning to move in such an incredible way uh, that people will begin to put their head up and say, what, what is that? What's going on? There's a search. There's a desire. Something's beginning to move because they're hearing something go off. And, uh, and I sense the next wave God bringing is an, a wave of impact for connection. Uh, impactful connection with what everything, everything that's going on and the reach into the community and into the city. And I know this church is very outward in its focus. Um, Josh has taken me and shown me a bunch of stuff that you guys do, and it's phenomenal. And it uh, just sounds like this greater impact that's happening in the community, uh, an impactful connection. I saw like tentacles going out, waves going out into the city and, and things beginning to, to connect people like networks. And, um, and it's beginning to move and things are beginning to happen. There's a heart that's grown in the whole community of people saying, man, what's this Jesus deal again? Uh, what's it, what, what's that, that church, that Noosa COC? I've, I've heard of those guys. You know, they, they'll, 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 they'll think of moments in the years gone past when they've, they've connected or they've been to an event here or, or, or they've been a part of something. And I just sense God beginning to move to bring a new uh, revelation back to the light and a new connection that's beginning to happen. And the last wave I felt was a wave of influx an influx wave of people beginning to come to Christ in an incredible way. I sense miracles happening as well. I sense restoration of families. 
restoration of marriages. You know, in our country, is, uh, it's up to about you know, 40% end in divorce of marriages. And uh, since God beginning to move in that incredible way of restoring marriages and bringing them whole again and beginning to move in that, that arena in such an incredible way. So get ready for God to bring influx. You know what that's going to mean? It's going to mean that it's going to shake up a little bit of stuff as well. And uh, the Lord says today, don't be afraid of that. Don't be afraid because sometimes when there's influx, it looks messy. It, it, you know, where you think, wow, we were waiting for this. And next, next minute, you know, you've got mops in your hand. You're like, you're cleaning stuff up. Like, because people are coming in and they're, you know, they're, they're, sometimes they don't, they don't leave their baggage at the door. They bring it in with them at times. And, and I know that this church has already seen people coming to Christ. But I sense this new wave of influx. And, and the Lord just saying, hey, get ready. Get ready for what I'm about to do amongst people's lives. Put your serving towel on. Put your serving towel on. Just get ready to serve. It's going to need people running connect groups. It's going to need people doing discipleship and getting people involved and walking one-on-one alongside with families and with individual people. And I just sense God beginning to move in such an incredible way there. But it's the church arising in being able to say, hey, we're here. We're going to make a difference. And I see, I see people coming to Pastor Josh and Kristen and saying, hey, what, what do you need? What do you need? I'll help. What do you need? I don't care what it is. Just tell me what you need. And, and sometimes it'll be just a, a quick serving task or a, or a, or a quick, you know, uh, well, we need groups in this area. We, you know, we're really, really struggling right there right now. Can you help there? Can you do it? Yep, leave it with me. I'll, I'll, whatever you need, I'll make it happen. I'll, I'll, we'll, whatever. Do I need training? Yep, you need training? Great, I'll do that. I'll do whatever you need. And I just sense this great heart of servanthood. Great heart of servanthood. So reveal, impact for connect and influx. And uh, just get ready for what God's about to do. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Let's just pray. Jesus, we just seal that in the Spirit right now. And we just thank you for what you're about to do across this entire region, apostolically across this region. And I pray, Lord God, that you begin to move in every heart. Lord, prepare hearts, prepare people, Lord, for what you are about to do. God, as He unify and strengthen this church under the vision of Josh and Kristen. And I just thank you, Lord God, that your grace and favor and power would begin to move across this entire region in Jesus name and everyone said in agreement amen Amen. wonderful so good so good well church it's a great honor to be with you today and uh, uh, I know uh, Kate my wife she expresses her honor as well she's just with the kids at the moment Uh, but our church uh, at Caloundra City Edge Church INC Church uh, we just say uh, we just sent a huge uh, you know uh, great hello from our guys as well they're back there having church right now at this time. And, uh, and it, they've released us to come and preach to you guys. And we just honor you guys so much. And it's great to be involved together on the coast. To make an impact together. Amen. That's what it's all about. Well, today I'm going to preach a word uh, called the limitless God. The limitless God. Uh, a couple of years ago, I had the great opportunity. And Kate, my wife, uh, she, she paid for me on my birthday to go skydiving. And uh, who's ever been skydiving? Just put up your hand. Been skydiving? Just a couple of guys. Wow, wow. We, you know, you need to go skydiving. This is great. It's so much fun. And I went in there and I'm like a little bit apprehensive because I don't mind doing stuff like this. I don't mind, you know, uh, you know bungee jumping, all this. Sort of. I've done that stuff before. I don't mind being on fast rides or anything like that. But, you know, I, I, I turned up at this thing and, and, and they're, they're signing us up and they say, do you want to go 8,000 feet, 10,000 feet, or do you want to go to the ultimate? Do you want to go 14,000 feet? And we've got it locally in Caloundra as well. And, uh, and, and so I'm there, I'm thinking, oh, should I go 8? Should I go 10? 
I don't know, you know, and then this young guy walks up and, and he was, he, it was his birthday as well. And he's like, it's my birthday. And I'm like, that's great. Fantastic. It's mine too. And uh, I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm, I'm doing 14,000 feet. Okay, I'm doing 14,000 feet as well. And uh, so, so I lined up and I was, I was ready to go. And, and I, I remember as we're, we're heading on out, there's like a whole bunch of us and we're going tandem. We're, you know, we're strapped into this other guy and you know, you're walking up to the plane. And, and, um, and I see it's one of the smallest planes I've ever seen in my life. And uh, they packed every single one of us in there like sardines. And we're packed right in. And, uh, and they've got this, this, this plastic door that you can see through that latches in, which what I thought was a paperclip. And, uh, and, and they latched it in, and I'm like, my goodness, what have I gotten myself into? And uh, for the first time in any of these things that I've ever done, I began to pack it, absolutely pack it. I was just like, man, this is crazy. And we took off, and, and I'm, I'm like, man, I hope the plastic door can hold us in. And uh, we're flying and doing circles above Caloundra, and we're cruising up, and uh, we were so high. And I looked out the window, I'm, I'm like, dude, this has got to be it. This is it. I, I spoke to the tandem dude. I'm like, mate, we've got to be at 14,000 feet now. And he's like, man, are you kidding me? This is 4,000 feet. We've got 10,000 to go. And I'm like, oh, you're kidding me. So we kept going for another like 10 minutes flying and going circling up and up and up. And, uh, and I saw him and go, man, this is crazy. We've got to be there. Uh, and we went through the clouds. And I'm like, oh, no. We're going through the clouds. Are you kidding me? Is this Red Bull Strata? I mean, we're going to jump from the moon. What's going on here? And, uh, and I'm like, I, I said to the guy, I'm like, man, hey, has anyone not jumped? Has anyone not ever jumped? And he said, yeah, yeah, like grandmas and stuff, but they jump too. And I'm like, oh, okay, shut up, Paul. Do it. Come on, just do it. And, uh, and, and, and so, so what happens is we get to the height and uh, we're so high, we can't see anything. It's just crazy. And uh, they open this plastic door up and uh, one by one they start going out. And, and there's this ledge there that you can sit on as you head out the door. And, um, and, and, and they brought us up and I think, oh, that's great. I'll sit on that ledge. You're not sitting on that ledge. The guy holding you is sitting on that ledge. You're out in the breeze, you know, and, and I'm, I'm hanging there, and I'm out in the wind, and I'm like, this is crazy. What have I gotten myself into? And I'm like, let's just go. Just go, let's go. And we hit it, and we went. And man, it was, a, it was an adrenaline rush like you would not believe. It was incredible. And, and it was a 60-second drop to the earth. Now, I want to tell you, 60 seconds is a long, long time when planet Earth is rising up at you. Uh, it's a long time. And, and, and I'm looking, at it was incredible. I had the time of my life doing this. And, um, and the chute went out and, and, and the guy let me steer it. And I'm like, that's great, I like steering. And, uh, and, and so uh, we're cruising. I took him around near my house and, and, and we came back again. And, and, uh, and he said, I need the controls back. And he didn't trust me to land it. And I'm like, oh, okay, no worries. And, uh, and so I landed this thing and... and Kate comes up and meets me at the beach, and she goes, how was it? How was it, honey? I said, oh, yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. I'll do that again, darling. Yeah, and, uh, and she, little, little did she know that her husband was packing it all the way up to the top of this thing. But I love the picture of this because a lot of times in our lives, there can be limitations around our lives. There can be limitations around us at times when we look at our lives and we look at the things that we do and, and sometimes we can accept 
certain limitations around our lives and say, well, well, I don't think I'm meant to do that stuff. I don't think I'm meant uh, to be a part of those things. Or I, I don't think God could do that in my life like he does that in, in that person's life or that person's life or that person's life. I don't know if he could move in my life the way that he does in theirs. And, and sometimes we look and we think, man, uh, you know, I, I do believe that God is unlimited and God is limitless, but I don't know whether he's limitless for me. And sometimes we look at our lives and we, and we put limitations on God in saying that, God, I think and I know that you can do this in other people's lives, but I'm not too sure whether you can do that with me. And the thing is, is that God is limitless and He's limitless not only for one or two, three or three people. He's limitless for anyone who can believe that He is a limitless God. He's a God of power, a God of grace, a God of favor. How many know that salvation is for everybody? Not just for a selected few. It's for everyone that so believes and confesses with their mouth that Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. It's a powerful thing. And so for you and I, yes, there's giftings and there's different things that we're all called to do. But when it comes to things like healing, if God says that we can be healed, lay hands on the sick and they will recover. There is a great power that he can heal and we can believe, no, this isn't just for somebody else. This is for me as well. He's a limitless God. I'm going to believe. Oh God, could I ever get out of this poverty cycle that I'm in? The bill's not being paid and just this cycle that I've been in for so long. Could I, I don't know if I could ever get out of this. No, yes, you can because God is limitless. It might take a little bit of training and teaching with someone who knows and has broken through in that area as well. But it doesn't mean that God is not going to do miracles in your life like He's done for somebody else. Give God a clap. He's amazing. He's worthy of our clap. So turn with me in your Bibles to John chapter 5 verses 1 to 9. Great. If you're there, say, oh yeah. yeah. Great. After this, there was the feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem that day. It was the Sabbath. Now there was in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well. Whatever disease he had, now a certain man uh, was there who had an infirmity for 38 years. Everyone say 38 years. It's a long time. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? And the sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. And Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed. And immediately the man was made well. He took up his bed and he walked. This is an incredible picture. I love this picture right here because here Jesus is walking into Jerusalem. He has all these people around the pool of Bethesda. And, uh, and they're all waiting for this, this miracle that's going to happen. 
We're all waiting for the stirring of the water. Now, I don't know. Maybe God did do that at times. I'm not sure the reasoning of why they were there. Some say that it was actually a Roman tradition and they were there because the Romans believed in this certain thing. Others actually believe that it was God that actually did it at times and there was an angel that stirred the water up. And and, and there's a lot of thoughts about this. But here's this multitude of people that are down there. They're sick. They have needs. They have situations in their lives. And Jesus walks past and he walks down. And I love this picture that he walks straight and makes a beeline for this man. Makes a beeline for his life. And, I, and here's this man, and he's sitting there, and he's waiting, and, uh, and Jesus says these words to him. says, do you want to be made well? Do you want to be healed? Now, I don't think it takes a degree to answer this question. I don't even think you have to be able to speak to answer this question. All you need to do is nod your head and go, yep. Absolutely. Bring it on, baby. I want to be healed. 38 years is a long, long time. I want to be healed. I don't want to be like this anymore. I want to be able to walk. I want to be able to do things. I want to get a job. I want to, I want to do this stuff. I don't want to be here. And But I love this picture that here is Jesus, the Son of God, God incarnate in human form, standing in front of this man. It's Jesus. He was there at creation. It was His words. It was His power that brought life and brought hope and brought this world into creation. He was there with the Father and the Spirit. He, was, he is the Master. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. And here He is, God, standing in front of this man. And He cannot see Him. All He can see is the pool. All He can see is that I don't have this stuff. I don't have anyone to put me in the pool. I love this picture because a lot of times these miracles can happen right in front of us and Jesus is there, I'm ready, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to do something incredible and something amazing. And a lot of times people, instead of looking up and seeing Jesus in his might and power and how he can move, we often look at our own circumstances and they speak louder to us than what Jesus does. And a lot of times, God, we think, should fit in a box, in this God box. We think that he should fit right on inside here because you know what? People get healed at the pool, don't you know? And it's the first one that gets in. And if I'm not the first one to get in, then I'm not going to get healed. Don't you understand? Can't you just pick me up and put me in at the right time? And oftentimes we look at this in God, we try to fit him inside of a box. Try to say, you know what, God, this is how I want you to heal me. This is how and when I want you to do this miracle in my life. When you break it through for me, these are the parameters that I want you to move in. This is the way I want you to do it. So, so Jesus, there's a little lid here I'm going to lift up and I want you to get in so that, so that when you move, you move my way. When you move, you move the way that I think you should because you've moved that way with other people. 
You've done that in other people's lives. And I know you move like that with them. And I know you did amazing things like that with them. So, so you have to get in here and do it like that for me. And we want God to fit inside of our parameters. How many know that God does not live in parameters? He lives in no boundaries unless the boundaries that He created for Himself. But He will not jump inside of boundaries that we try and create for Him. We want God to be in this box at times. And sometimes I see a little bit like, you know, the genie in the lamp. And you just rub the side. And the boom. Oh, hello, you have three wishes. Are you really the head of the quickie mart? No. Yeah. And, uh, and so we look at this and we think, can you come out when I need you? Kind of like a genie in a box. That God, you've got to do it my way. You've got to do it the way that I want you to do it. But the Lord's saying, I want to move and I want to bring miracles and I want to do amazing things in your life. But I've got to do it my way and not your way. And these boxes, sometimes we don't realize that they exist. Sometimes I look at my own life and I look and I think, you know what, God, I'm praying that you do this. I'm praying that you do this. I'm praying that you do this. And Lord, just do it then and then and then. And God's like, hey, 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 who's the boss? I'm like, yep. All right. Let me put away the God box for a moment. And just remember that we are all stewards. And we are all servants to His glory and to His name. And we're here to do what He wants us to do. Not the things that we want to do for ourselves. And so we look at this situation and here's this man. And he's looking at the pool. And the pool is his box. And he's trying to kind of coach Jesus. He's trying to pull Jesus to him. And Jesus doesn't even acknowledge anything about the pool. He doesn't say a thing to him about the pool. He just, he just looks at the man. And he looks at the situation. And he disengages from the box. And looks at this man. And commands him. Rise up. Pick up your bed. And walk. A command. I want to let you know, my friend... It's been 38 years, and it's not the pool for you today. It's been 38 years, and today is the day that my power is going to be revealed. All you've got to do is believe and move. You've just got to believe, and you've just got to move. You've just got to act on the stuff that I'm telling you to do. Uh, but Jesus, you don't understand. It's been 38 years I've not walked. How am I going to get up, pick up my bed and walk home? No, no, you don't understand. I need you to believe and move. Act on this. Get up. Start to move. Start to do something incredible. And the miracle is going to happen. And I see this man sitting down by the waterside. He's looking at Jesus. Will I believe him or will I let him keep on going into the city? Will I make a decision in my life of whether or not I will pick up my feet that I have not used for 38 years and believe that they will hold my body up and then I can reach down and pick up my bed that I'm sleeping on and walk home with it? Will I move on this? Will I act on this? Will I pick up this bed and walk? I love this picture because this man didn't let Jesus go. 
He knew his moment was there. He knew his moment was now. And he looked at Jesus. And I see this kind of struggle and the strength coming back into his legs. The power of God beginning to move as he began to get up on his knees and then push his body up and then get up and stand. What an amazing miracle. Incredible miracle. Wasn't the pool that day. It was Jesus. He had to get his eyes off the pool and put his eyes on Jesus. He is a limitless God. There is nothing he cannot do. He is big. He is phenomenal. He is extraordinary. He is not mediocre. You know what mediocre means? It means halfway up the mountain. Medi, halfway, ochre, up the mountain. Halfway. And we don't want to believe in a mediocre God that sits in boxes. You don't want our God sitting in a box. You know why you don't want a God sitting in a box? Because a God that sits in boxes cannot break other boxes. He's got to live outside of it. He must. And he sets the rules. He sets the parameters. He knows that he is unlimited and he can move in our lives in an incredible way. I love this amazing picture. And so I look at this and I see, just turn with me into Psalm 24. Let's take this a little further. Psalm 24 says this, The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, one and two, and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. For He has founded it upon the waters, upon the seas, and established it upon the waters. I love this amazing picture that God says, this is all mine. You're my creation, everything around you, this entire universe, I'm God. There's a bigness about me. Have you ever seen... Uh, the, 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 the videos from Louis Giglio, How Great Is Our God. Who's ever seen them? I want to encourage you, go. If you've ever got something where you're struggling to see the bigness of God, go and hire that thing out, go and buy it from Kurong, whatever you've got to do, and get it and watch it, because you will suddenly begin to realize, man, God's big. God is big. He is phenomenal. What am I worried about? These small limitations and circumstances where my God can create this? He's incredible. He's massive. He's big. And the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness and those who dwell therein. Therefore, we are not subject to the ways of this world. We can choose to be subject to the Lord in everything that we do. It's an amazing picture. Here's some quick thoughts about how much Jesus defied nature. Number one, he established authority over the laws of nature when he walked on water. See, the earth is the Lord's in all its fullness. Number two, he controlled the forces of nature by altering weather patterns because the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness. Number three, he overcome the laws of physics by multiplying food, translating his physical body from one place to another and destroyed trees just by speaking to them. Why? Because the earth is the Lord's in all its fullness. Number four, he demonstrated authority over the animal world by using a fish to collect money for tax. Why? Because the earth is the Lord's in all its fullness. Number five, he had dominion over disease by healing multitudes of people. Why is that? Because the earth is the Lord's in all its fullness. Number six, he displayed power over death by bringing dead people back to life. Because the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness. 
Amen. He's a miracle working God. He is a box breaking God. He is the son of God and he wants to move in you and I today. And because he is a box breaking God, he wants to take the boxes and limitations that are around our lives. He wants to take the things where I can't get healed. Only that person can get healed. I don't know if God can break me through in miracles like that other person does. I don't know if he can bring uh, uh, this area where I can break through in finances like those other people do and these boxes 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 that live around our lives i want to tell you today that our god is is a box breaking god because the earth is the lord's and all its fullness and he wants to break the boxes that live around our lives he wants to smash them and finish them and stop what is going on in our lives and finish the sickness finish the poverty and lack finish the brokenness around our minds and our lives. Finish the things that have tried to stop us from moving forward. How many know today that Jesus wants to break some boxes in this place today? He wants to set some people free. He wants to move in supernatural power today. I believe He wants to heal people. I believe He wants to set people free. Sometimes there's been things of our past that we've hung on to for so long. Some of us are hanging on to things that our fathers told us 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Some of us are hanging on to things that a teacher told us. We're holding on to it and it sets the parameters of our lives and we begin to think, I can't do those things because once this was said about me. How many know God wants to break the words of those boxes that try to hold us back from being all that we are called to be today amen he wants to move wants to do something incredible in our lives and i believe he wants to move in that way today can i ask the musicians and singers to come please if we can have every eye closed and every head bowed this morning thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus You know, here today, I believe there are people here right now. You've never known Jesus for yourself. You don't know Jesus. You don't know who he is. Maybe you've come with a friend today. Maybe you've come because, well, you've come for a bunch of times before and you're just still trying to work this whole God thing out. You're still trying to work this whole Jesus deal out. I want to let you know today that the greatest decision that you and I can ever make is the decision to allow Jesus to come into our lives. When we say a prayer to accept Him as our Savior and as our Lord, something amazing changes in our lives. It changes us from from just living the way we were, where the messes and the brokenness that have caused our lives to probably be where they are. The Lord says, I want to break those chains. I want to shift those things from around your life, from around your mind. And I want to bring freedom around you. I want to be your Savior. I want to be your Lord. I want to help you and and pull you out of those areas of your life and bring life to your world. How many know the Bible actually says for us that He gives us abundant life? Abundant life. And for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, Jesus, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. And today, maybe you're here and you do not know Jesus and you want to accept Jesus into your life today. Today is your opportunity. Maybe you're here today and you have accepted Jesus into your life before, but you feel far from God. You feel disconnected from God in many ways in your life. And today is your opportunity as well. And all you need to do today is raise your hand. That's all you need to do. Just raise your hand and say yes to Jesus today. 
Today is your opportunity. Today is your time where you can accept Jesus Christ into your life. And I want to ask, is that you today? As every eye is closed, every head is bowed, is that you today that wants to say yes to Jesus today? All you've got to do is raise your hand. Raise it up high today. Say yes to Jesus today. Is that you? Is that you? Let's be praying. Those of us who know Jesus, let's be praying. Let's be believing today. Is that you today? Is that you today? Just raise your hand. Don't don't go another day disconnected from Jesus. Don't go another day far from God. Today is your day. Today is your opportunity. Is that you today? Just raise your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See that hand. Wonderful. 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 Is there anyone else today? Wants to say yes to Jesus today. Anyone else? Feeling far from God, disconnected. Is that you today? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, let's just say this prayer for that person that just raised their hand this morning. Just say these words after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I accept you into my heart. I thank you, Jesus, that you died for me. You rose from the dead for me. That you give me abundant life in this life and into eternal life. I thank you, Jesus, that I choose to grow in you, to walk with you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give a clap for that person that raised their hand. That's wonderful. So good. That is fantastic. Well, we would love, I know there's a great team with uh, uh, Pastor Josh and Kristen that could help you today and, and, uh, and just give you some more literature and understanding about what the decision that you've made today, which is fantastic. That's wonderful. Is there any other way that you would like to do that, Josh? That's, yep. Ben, you can take care of that. That's fantastic. That's wonderful. Well, if it's okay, I'd love if we can just uh, stand to our feet this morning. And I uh, just want to pray for people today. And you, you know that God can do something incredible in your life today. You know that there's, there's a box-breaking God that wants to break limitations, whether it be physical healing, whether it be a miracle in your life in some way. It could be very personal for you. But you know today is the moment where you're going to step out just like that man by the pool of Bethesda that made a decision to move, made a decision to do something. Now, I want to tell you today that the prayer is the beginning. It's a starting point. Tomorrow is the moment when it really takes effect. Tomorrow is the moment in the way that we believe and the way that we choose to pray and the way that we choose to speak in our lives from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whether we claim that miracle in our lives every day from this day on. Because the miracle, yes, can happen instantly. And sometimes it happens because we take the steps of getting up and walking every single day. And if that's you today, just come. We want to pray with you today. And any pastoral team that wants to come out and pray this morning, that would be fantastic. So just come. Thank you. Thank you, church. Wonderful. Great. Well, we pray you've been blessed by this message from Noosa Christian Outreach Church. For more information, please check out our website at www.noosacoc.org.au. See you soon.